We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Seventh pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Panay Sewell, tackle, Oregon. He's going to run it straight in. Jared Goldberg. Yes. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. TJ Hawkinson. Yes. They did it. They tied it. They're an extra point away from winning this game. Oh, baby, how big is that? what's going on guys i am your host tyler and we are live on a different platform today we are here on twitter spaces no longer spotify green room and i got my two guys uh, an hour before lions kickoff before we kick off the game versus the lions and cardinals at ford field i got malcolm i got pierre how you boys doing today on the twitter spaces I am doing great. This is something new. I'm excited to try it out. Welcome. I'm excited to hear your intro to Twitter Spaces, Doc. Finally, Mr. Hart is finally at Twitter Spaces. I can't even say I'm back because I'm. this is my first no. time here. I'm finally no, here. I, I think we could cut that intro out because that just does not sound right. It does not sound good. <laughs> so I, I, I think we can officially cut that intro. I think we could just leave that on Spotify and leave that in the past. Is leaving the past? Yeah, this is this is good to show rolling. All right, let's talk about this Lions and Cardinals game. Uh, we have the official inactives: who's in, who's out, and especially these days, especially the last two weeks, you know, the, this show has came a lot more important to keep up with because on what happens on Wednesday, what happens today is completely different, especially with all the COVID cases going around in the facility and just around the league in general. So. You kind of need to keep up with the day-by-day basis, and I would almost say an hour-by-hour basis just so you could uh, keep up with who's playing and who's not. So I'm going to kick it off to you, Pierre, and just the Arizona Cardinals. Who's active, who's inactive for this team? So the Cardinals have four inactives, uh, quarterback Trace McSurley, cornerback Breon Borders, running back Eno Benjamin, defensive lineman Zach Kurt. Okay, so they're relatively healthy. They've played some guys on injury reserve, guys like DeAndre Hopkins. So if you guys are curious why his name is not on there, he is out for the season. And then they've also placed cornerback Robert Elford on injury reserve, which we'll get into whose replacement could be in this game. Uh, Malcolm, what's the lines of your report? Or, oh, uh, yeah, what's the lines that I can report? 
So the Detroit Lions, they have wide receiver Trainee Benson. He's inactive for today. Quarterback David Blau, he's inactive. Tackle Will Holden, inactive. Guard Jonah Jackson is also inactive. Outside linebacker Julian Okora, he is, is inactive. Running back DeAndre Swift is inactive. And safety Tracy Walker is inactive. Okay, so that's a lot to, to kind of mesh on and just see who's on this inactive report. I want to get into some guys who were activated off the COVID list and are eligible to play for this game now. So Tracy Walker was one of those guys, but you obviously saw he is out this game with a illness, so he, he will be out. Uh, also, guys who are activated off this list, lines are getting some secondary help. Cornerback Ifati Malafanu, also cornerback Bobby Price, and then the lines have also activated A.J. Parker from injured reserve. So the lines are getting back three corners back today. This was a huge question mark when we did our podcast on Wednesday and who the hell is going to start on the outside spot alongside with Amani or Warrior? We kind of expected A.J. Parker to be back, but we didn't know about a guy like Malafanu or A.J. Parker. So now we kind of have that information out. So I'm going to ask you, Peter, we already assume Amani or Warrior is obviously already a starting corner. We probably assume A.J. Parker goes right back to that nickel corner spot. But now you look at this other outside corner spot. Uh, you got Melifondo, you got Bobby Price, you got Savion Smith on your 53-man roster. I don't believe they activated anyone else from the practice squad. So those are your three options right now. Melifondo, Price haven't practiced all week. Do you just assume Melifondo or Price just kind of steps into that role right away today? Yeah, I put Iffy in there. Um, the other guys you mentioned, we saw Bobby Price. Uh, Savion Smith got cut from the Niners, and the Niners' DBs aren't that good. So... I go with uh, Iffy. Go with Iffy here. Okay, uh, Malcolm, I'm going to ask you the same question. You know, same deal. You know, Melifon was in practice all week. Bobby Price is in practice all week. These guys just got activated yesterday. So you look at the Lions cornerback room. We kind of assume our Warriors, uh, the outside corner. We assume AJ Parker's in the nickel. Who are you putting on the other outside spot? I'm I'm with um, Iffy. I'm Melifon, you man. Um, I- even though he hasn't really practiced, but I think he's the best guy to put out there right now. I don't know who else to, to actually put out there besides him. Yeah, I mean, it's tough because, you know, he, he's a rookie at the end of the day too. So a guy like that, you kind of want him to have as much experience on the practice field to have as much of a, the gist of the game plan is. And I assume that if they if they thought he was going to be activated, you know, obviously he was probably there virtually, but – I think being there virtually and being there in person are two completely different things. So it's going to be interesting to see who Aaron Glenn actually ends up putting at that other outside cornerback spot. I think talent-wise, I would agree with both of you guys that Melifon was probably the best suited for the outside corner spot to go with Amani Awari. I think he's the most talented guy that they have. But, you know, do they want to put that rookie with a guy with, you know, very limited experience throughout the week? Do they want to put him in that spot? With a pretty tough task, even though there's no DeAndre Hopkins, you still have Christian Kirk, Rondell Moore, um, A.J. Green. There, there's a lot of good receivers on this team. So it's going to be interesting. A guy like Savion Smith, you know, like Peter mentioned, not a very good football player, but he did have the uh, experience and the advantage to practice all week. But I would agree with both of you guys. I think Melifon is probably the best option to go here today. Right. So it's going to be interesting. So I want to talk about the Arizona Cardinals because there's been some of their injury updates. So uh, something we were looking out throughout the week, we are looking at a guy like James Conner. Will he play this week? He is officially active. And then Chase Edmonds was activated off injury reserve as well for the Arizona Cardinals. So they got both their running backs back. Chase Edmonds hasn't played in about a month or so. So, you know, we'll see what kind of role they have for him today. And 
how they kind of split the carries between the two. Because James Conner, like we mentioned in our last show with Ed, you know, he's just been really, really good for this team, both in the passing game, both in the running game. And he's just kind of expanded on the game that we've seen in Pittsburgh. So it's going to be interesting. But uh, going to the Arizona Cardinals defense, no Robert Elford. So I'm going to ask you the question, Pierre. You're looking at this cornerback room for Arizona. They activated, uh, what's this guy's name? Uh, Kevin Peterson. He is looking like yeah. he could potentially be their outside corner when they go into that nickel formation with Byron Murphy. Um, is this a weakness you look to attack today? Yeah, so it could be Peterson or it could be Antonio Hamilton. He's also been on their roster. Um, neither of them is really that good. And Peterson is kind of slow. He ran a four six six. So if he's on the field, maybe you could take advantage of that. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely a matchup for the Lions to take advantage of if they want to get that passing game going. Uh, but they do have some good pass rushers there in Arizona. Chandler Jones, like we mentioned, is just is a stud, a very underrated pass rusher. Um, and then Mar- Marcus yeah. Golden is very solid as well. And then uh, they have one of our guys in that rotation as well, Devon Kennard. So he'll be playing versus the Lions today. So uh, his first return to Ford Field since not being on the team. They also have a, one of like the best safeties in Buda Baker. Uh, Jalen Thompson's also having a good year too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, this yeah. this defense in general, their weakness is obviously in the run game. And then w- without right. a guy like Robert Alford, you could attack those corners. But at the same time, you got to look vice versa. The Lions don't really have those receivers where they could take advantage of these matchups. I mean, we've had this circumstances before, but I think with the play calling of Brad uh, – not uh, Dan Campbell, since Dan Campbell's taken over the play calling, uh, you know, the last two weeks especially, they have tried to open up the passing game a little bit more. And I think with this – with this mismatch, maybe the Lions look to try to take advantage of that situation. So we'll see. Uh, you got a pretty full-strength offensive line. You're missing Jonah Jackson, so you assume Tommy Kramer probably steps to that spot. So uh, as far as you know, pass pro, you got Evan Brown back at center, which is a big help over uh, Ryan McCollum. So I expect the you know the Lions to hold up in pass protection pretty well today, uh, rather than last week when they had McCollum at center. Yeah. Me too. Um, I do want to talk about, though, you mentioned the, the run defense. So that's how the Lions could win this game, I right? Agree. You run the ball, control the clock, keep your de- keep Arizona's high-powered offense off the field, just control the clock and try to win the game. And with the running game, you also comes in, comes to play action. And we saw that, um, was it two weeks ago? Yeah, versus the Vikings. The play action, yeah, the play action was alive versus the Vikings. So the Lions could do that today. Somehow they have a chance to win. Also, like you got to limit turnovers. You cannot make mistakes against Cardinals. They take advantage of that. Um, I know the Lions made a few mistakes against Minnesota, but Minnesota didn't really take advantage of that. Last week they made mistakes. Denver took advantage of those mistakes. So Detroit has to take care of the football, limit those penalties, and they have a chance to win. Oh, so Pierre's giving the Detroit Lions a chance to win this game. Hey, hey, slow down. <laughs> Easier said than done. No, this is a team. Well, this man. is a team you can't make many mistakes against. Uh, a team like the Cardinals. Yeah, they'll yeah. destroy you. I actually like. You know what? You know, you guys mentioned a really good thing about their secondary, and they, you know, Kevin Peterson might start, and or, or Wilson on the other side. Um, I really like maybe putting Amon Ross Brown against those guys. I think Amon Ross Brown could do work against those guys. It's potential. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. Um. But they could potentially also have Byron Murphy uh, maybe shadow him because they're both kind of like Murphy is a nickel and then Amon Ra is more of a slack guy. So yeah, maybe Murphy could shadow him. I don't know what Arizona's. Yeah, because do I mean I think that's probably their game plan. Is is Byron Murphy probably going to try to eliminate Amon Ross and Brown and then Arizona, even though they don't have 
the greatest corners. They're probably going to look at the Lions receiving core. It's not that great. They're going to probably, you know, think it's an even matchup with a guy like Marco Wilson versus Khalif Freeman or Josh Reynolds versus uh, Marco Wilson, whatever you, you like to look at it, whatever. Um, I think that's what the Cardinals will probably try to do defensively today when they see the Lions offense. It's possible. I, I mean, I'm not sure. Does Murphy does Murphy shadow guys like that, or he's a, he just I'm not, he's a guy that plays both the nickel and the outside, so he could play both. It's a very talented okay. corner. Yeah, he's he's good. I like Byron Murphy, especially coming out of Washington, he was really good. But you know, I this is another game where it's a little different from last week because you got to practice the full week, and it, it's you're not going on the road. So it's not the same circumstances as last week. So I'm not as low on the lines this week as I was, as I was on them last week. But at the same time, I just look at this Lions roster. I look at this Arizona Cardinals roster. It's tough to really give them even a chance because this is a very big game for the Arizona Cardinals as far as the division race. Uh, they, they need this game very badly to, to kind of reclaim their, their division lead and get a couple games. And this was, a game, you look on the schedule of the Cardinals, and this is a, a get-right game. You know, this is kind of what the doctor ordered, and this is a game that you want to get right, obviously, verse. But I don't know, man. I, I just look at this Lions team. They still have a lot of guys on the COVID-19 list, a lot of crucial players on the COVID-19 list. I know they got their, some of the corners back, but I, I don't know, man. It's hard to give this team a chance. It is still a really hard time to give this team a chance. Yeah, I agree, man. You want to go into the scoring predictions and the bull predictions? Yeah, let's do that right now. So the spread I checked last on, it was on Barstool. Uh, it was at 12.5 favorite Arizona Lions at home. So I'll start off with you, Malcolm. Are the Lions covering today? You know you know me, absolutely. I think the Lions are covering today. Um, I know they, they felt they didn't cover last week, um, but this week I think it's a different story. Like you, like, like you mentioned, they're at home. Um, they had a full week of practice, and I, th- I think it's going to be a lot closer than we think it is. Um, so I actually have this score being, let's say, let's say 24-17. I'm going to say Cardinals. Um, that would be and as far as a bold, for the Lions defense. Yeah, 24-17 Lions. And um, as far as a bold prediction, I'm going to say uh, we finally get a – a hundred yard rusher not named um Swift. I think um Kale- uh, what's it called? Craig Reynolds. I think Craig Reynolds cracked a hundred yards today. Okay. Okay. Pierre, what do you got today? Um, I'm going with the Cardinals 33 to 23. And my bold prediction is we'll see at least three to four trick plays or like an onside kick or like a fake punt, something like that. So you also have the line spread though, if you were betting on this game. I wouldn't touch this game, but if I was betting, yeah. Okay, fair enough. I'll take the Arizona 12 and a half. I, I still think this is a game. I, I, I like the Lions' chance a little better than last week just because you had a full week of practice. You're home, don't have to travel to the West Coast. I'll take the – I mean, I'll take the Cardinals still 12 and a half. I think this is a game, like Malcolm said, it might be close a little bit in the first half. I kind of see a similar game to last week. It's like kind of close in the first half. The Lions are giving a fight, and then – I think once we get to like that third quarter ish, maybe early fourth, um, I, I think that's when the Cardinals start to kind of pull away and they kind of show their dominance. So I'll take the Cardinals thirty-four to twenty. Uh, my bold prediction is though, I, I look at this Lions offensive line. I think they're 
you know, more of a full strength, even without a Jonah Jackson. But I think getting their center back and Evan Brown is huge. So I'll say the Lions give up zero sacks today. First guys like Chandler Jones, first guys like Marcus Golden. I'll say zero sacks today for the Arizona Cardinals. Interesting. Okay. Um, I like it. Does anyone want to request to come up? How do you even bring up people? Like I've never used this before. I think they request to speak, and then we can accept them or not. Who ex- who, yeah. who accept? Who started this? I don't even know who started this. Me, me, oh, okay. me, me. I did. So gotcha. I think they would send a request, and I'll let them up. But I'm pretty sure people are like, "Wait, how do I? How do I? Add like, how the? How do you know how to request? <laughs> I, I just got an <laughs> We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, I guess. No, I guess that's it. Let's, okay. All right, let's just wait a couple minutes. Maybe they're fading it out. Um. Okay. Oh wait, I got a request. Uh oh. What up, uh, the Iowa fan, right. anonymous. <laughs> what up? No, this is actually um Monte. What's up, man? Oh, we got both of them. No, anonymous. They're oh oh wow yeah anonymous anonymous yeah you're here what's up bro (laughs) what's up what's up man how you doing good not bad not bad i'm I'm gonna be honest i don't really have much to say i mean this is gonna be a trash game i'm not expecting anything (laughs) you know i think we all know what's gonna happen here so hopefully we'll just see some development from these young guys but yeah it's gonna be anonymous anonymous i got i got a question for you do they cover the spread today 12 and a half no, they don't. Okay, so we're on the we're on the same page. I mean, yeah, yeah I, I think it's gonna be tough. This team is really good, and this means a lot to the Arizona Cardinals. They need to scam very badly. Yeah. So, I'm with you. I know, but Cliff, for me, for me, Cliff Kingsbury is like a dork, dog. I, I don't know, man. I, I just I still don't trust him. He's a dork. I still don't trust no, okay. trust Cliff. I, I agree with you. He's a dork when it comes to big games. 
like in, in games that he plays another really good team. Yo. This is this is just not a very good team to me. So Yo. I think this is a game got, where he kind of gets right. They got more. They got more to play for than the Lions do right now. Yeah, most definitely. And they got you know obviously the talent situation heavily favors them, but it's. I, I don't see how much the Lions could really do in this game. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's just gonna, they're missing it's their gonna be a, they're missing their three best offensive players: Jamal Williams, DeAndre Swift, and TJ Hawkinson, who's out for the rest of the year. So, I mean, it's going to be tough offensively as well. And it's I don't really have much trust in this offense going forward with with missing all those all those guys because you're already talented, deprived on offense beforehand, and then taking them out three really good weapons for you it's difficult to win football games i know amon ross st brown has kind of came to his own lately and then you know josh reynolds has been a solid piece for this team since coming forward but still man it's just not enough and when you have a quarterback like jared goff he's not going to be one of those quarterbacks you know usually to kind of carry you to a win so you know if you have stafford maybe you feel like they could win a game or two with that talent but i don't know it's just it's very difficult but even with but even with that, I mean, when you look at St. Brown, like, yeah, he's been good relatively in comparison to the Lions, not in comparison to the rest of the league. You know, I mean, his numbers have been okay when you look at it in the grand scheme of things. You know, I, mean, I don't even think he's averaging 10 yards per catch. So it's not like he's a – you know, he's not a deep threat. No. And he's not he's not catching 15 balls a game or I don't even think he's caught 10. He's yeah. got one game where when they played the Vikings, he got 12 targets, 10 catches. Yeah. So he's, I mean, he, he is showing a glimmer of hope, but that's just relative to Lions standards. That's not really, when you compare him to the rest of the league or even the rest of the rookies in the league, I don't think it's anything great. So. Um, I kind of disagree with you when you like compare him to other rookies. I think he's having a, like a good rookie year. Obviously he's starting to come to his own way down the stretch here and he's improving every week. So. Yeah, he's improving every week. I mean, I I definitely think he's going to be a key player in the future. But I think for the rest of this year, I don't, I don't, you know, you can't look at him and say, yeah, he's going to be, for the rest of this season, you know, he's going to be a guy to help carry the offense. Oh yeah, or, you know, I, I don't, I don't, plays. I don't think he's a guy that carries the offense. But I think he's just kind of like, like you mentioned, a piece that goes forward. But yeah, like with the role they have him in right now, and you're missing guys like Hawkinson, you're missing guys like Swift, and kind of relying on Amon Ross St. Brown to be the guy. Yeah, I agree with you. It's going to be difficult to obviously score points and then in that degree win football games. So, yeah, I'm with you. I'll, I'll say this, though, man. I mean, I don't think he's going to be that guy, but I, I think he's going to be the number one target. I mean, from here on out. Yeah, but that... without um Swift, without Hawkinson, I think he's going to be the guy that's going to see the most targets. And I think he's going to be the guy that's going to be on the most receiver yeah, but for now. That, how, how many wins does that result into? You know what I mean? I mean, regardless, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think, think we're going to see much wins anyway, regardless of who was out there, but he's our best option right now. Yeah, we're not going to see any more wins, but I, I kind of think he's going to be the number one just by default. Yeah, I'm with you. That's I'm what with I think you. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think it's more than just default. I think he actually is building a, some type of a chemistry with Jared Goff. Yes. And you, you actually see it on the field. And, you know, I think he what he got like nine targets last week. He he's getting he's getting the target, so I think Jared Goff is a, a lot more comfortable with him. So I think that's why they're, we're seeing that you know he's looking like the number one option for us right now. And as far as the listeners out there that's requesting, just want to let you guys know we're we're letting guys up one at a time. So once you know once anonymous is done, we'll bring him down. We'll bring somebody else up because we're getting we're getting a few people raising their hands and requesting. So um, as soon as anonymous is done, we'll 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 have another listener. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, you know what? I'm I'm done. I don't really have anything else to say. So uh, you guys could go to the next one. But uh, hey, hey anonymous, like always, man. Thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. No, no. Yeah, no problem. All right, so, all right. I'm gonna bring up. I'm gonna bring up Monte. He he's he's been waiting. All right. Uh... Um, look, my Monte. That's something we're already say, Brown. He's a willing blacker too, and that means the coaches are starting to trust him a lot. He, he's, I wouldn't be surprised today if he's lined up in the backfield as well. They did that with him last week a little, but with Swift out, they need a receiver out of the backfield. We'll see. Hey, what's happening? Monte. All hey. right, Monte. What's, what's, what's going on, man? What's good? What's, good? what's happening, hey, listen, man? What's I, I happening, am a bro? Ram fan who has followed golf to the Lions. Uh, and oh, okay. listen, he can win for you. I've seen it. He's won uh, every year with with us if you give him weapons. No quarterback wins without weapons. You look at every top seed, every leader in the division. You see the quarterback, then you see the weapons. So, to me, it's all about the weapons. But what I'm looking for from the Lions with everybody out, I'm just looking for apparently they, they're auditioning Johnson as the offensive coordinator. So, what I'm looking at is play design and, 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 and how that looks. It seems to be getting better. Um, you still there? Yeah, I lost my team. Uh, so, uh, Monte, are you there? It's probably because he was capping. He says Jared Goff was was good. <laughs> to, to, the football Twitter god says, said to turn off your mic. Twitter said enough of this No, I'm just messing with you, Monte. Yo, I mean, can Jared Goff be serviceable with some weapons? I I, I think I, I think he could be serviceable better with than weapons. Serviceable. You look at his numbers. He's better than serviceable. Like I, I know he's not this, flashy, this, this, and I think nowadays people fall in love with the flash. But he's accurate, and, and if you give him time and give him weapons, he, he's more than serviceable. He's all right, all right, so Monte, this, this, this is what we this is what we noticed. This is what we noticed, Monte. So I mean, watching his first few games, I think the Detroit Lions fans they're more upset with Jared Goff about him completely missing wide open receivers. That's like his biggest thing right now in Detroit yeah. is that he locks onto his primary receiver and doesn't look the other way. Or check his second, third, or fourth read to find that wide open guy. And we've seen many times um, the key, you know, key third downs, key fourth downs, he will lock onto the primary receiver. And whether that primary receiver is triple covered, double covered, he will throw it that way. You know, he and, and then you look at that same play, the second option is wide open. <laughs> so that that's our issue with Jared Goff right now, is that he's missing the guys. Yeah. Now, if he could overcome that. He could be serviceable. I, I honestly think he could be serviceable if he overcomes that. And, you know, maybe because right now, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I know you're a Rams fan. Right now, the Lions looking at him. At, Lions fans looking at him as a bridge quarterback. You know, he's just a guy that's here right now until we find the guy. And um, it, it could be because of weapons. Or you could say because of weapons. But the thing is, is that he's just missing these wide open guys. Well, listen. Was he doing that? Was he doing that in L.A.? Listen, every quarterback misses. Did you not see Monday night with um, Kyler Murray on the first series miss? Two wide open wide receivers. Did we not? Did we not just see Patrick Mahomes throw a ball in the dirt and miss a wide open guy? The problem is this: is that when golf misses, being that you don't have elite playmakers, those guys might not be open again. Those other quarterbacks, they come back. You know that guy's going to be open again, and I get to hit him. With Detroit lack of explosiveness, those guys might not be open again. So when he misses, it looks really bad because he doesn't come back and all right and make and make up for it. Everything goes hand in hand. Uh, you know, I, I agree with that. I I, I, I I agree with that. I agree with that to to a sense. I, I agree with that to a sense. But 
Man, it's been it's been it's been hard to watch, man. <laughs> you gotta have weapons if you listen. If you watch I'm on Ramsey Brown, and this is what was broken down was that uh, when he missed the out pass, that's because he's not taking a proper depth, and part of that was that's that's he, the true. He's a rookie, uh, so when a quarterback doesn't have the confidence that you're going to be where you're supposed to be, then yeah, he go. I'm gonna go to Hawkinson if I know Hawkinson is gonna be there. It looked like he was getting a, a nice rapport with Cephas before Cephas went out. That's it's true. It's all about the and and, and I know we wanted everybody was obsessed with the deep ball, the deep ball, but. If you don't have anybody that the other team has to worry about, then, yeah, the, everything is, is cluttered up, right? They double Hawkinson, triple team them all year because I can guard your receivers one-on-one and I'm not afraid that they're going to go over the top. If the Lions get somebody like Michael Galladay, um, there's a couple of free agent wide receivers, somebody that a safety has Michael to Gallup. watch. Michael right? Michael that, Gallup. Oh, yeah, Michael Gallup, I'm sorry. Very um, good. Uh, that – that opens up the middle for Hawkinson, right? Because the safety now has to worry about the speed receivers on the outside. You don't have that right now, so everything gets cluttered up. That's why all those screen passes wasn't working because they wasn't worried about uh, Amon St. Brown um, going around on the edge on a fake jet sweep. They're not afraid of that speed. So to me, in the NFL, it's about the weapons. If you get a good quarterback weapons, he plays way better. Brady... Did not make Jacoby Harris or Nikel Neal good in New England, right? People's like, oh, Brady's done. He, but as soon as Brady got all pro weapons and pro bowlers, oh, he's the MVP. Yeah, it's always Monty, about though, the weapons. Here's my thing though with that forget about the weapons, just the processing and this, the um, the panicking under pressure. And he's been inaccurate this year, he has not been accurate. I know you said he was maybe so accurate in LA and he was with a short passing intermediate routes. He's been off here a lot. Um, I don't think he's a franchise quarterback. Maybe he could prove that wrong next year. We'll see. Like, I don't think any fan right now really thinks he's a franchise quarterback. We all view him as a bridge quarterback. Um, And with the amount of money he's making, he's not even playing to that level either. So I wouldn't pay him another 20, 30 million. And also uh, an update on the Lions corners. Will Harris is starting at corner. Okay. So is AJ Parker starting outside? No, uh, Harris, Amani inside, AJ, I don't know who's starting in the nickel, and then the safeties are CJ Moore and Dean Marlowe. Wait, 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 wait. Say that, say that one more time. Who's our, who's our corners? They, <laughs> Will they, Harris. They, their corners are who? Will Harris and Amani. Wait, Will Harris is the outside corner? Mm-hmm. Or Will Harris is out. No, no wait, wait. Will, Will Harris, Harris is the outside corner? Don't yeah. tell me Will Harris. He's the outside they just corner. They uh, He's pricing seven on sevens pregame. Normally, when they do that, he's a starter. He's starting. Okay, the, so he's the outside corner. Yes. Not the inside, but the outside. Yeah, yeah. Willard's playing outside corner right now in drills. He, he's playing the outside. Dean Marlowe and CJ Moore are first team safeties right now. This oh, is fun. a disaster. Can I change my pick? Can I, can I change my score? <laughs> uh, no. I, uh, wait. Oh, come on, man. You can't. <laughs> Wait, he's playing where? He's where playing Hurts play? He's playing outside. As a reserve? No, starter. Nah, man. Nah. Where's the emoji? <laughs> they don't have a thumb down emoji. What is going on? That's not good. You see, this is that's why I was assuming. I'm like, I I don't know if Melifonwu and Price get in here, guys. They haven't practiced all week, and they're rookie. I mean, by Price isn't rookie, but. Doesn't have much experience. I'm gonna say this, man. If I, I don't know what you say, kind of broke up, but um, 
you take you take his ass out of corner, bro. He struggles at safety, he struggles at nickel. Now they have him playing outside corner. This yeah, I don't long ass day, man. I don't agree with Will Harris. Maybe is the but who do they have? It's either Savion Smith or Will Harris. But this is bad. But um, but like, who else do they have? Like, what is the other options? Do honestly, you want to... I go with the guy who hasn't practiced. That's tough too. That's really tough. And maybe at some point he gets in the game before her struggles. But I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to like play devil's advocate. Like I, I'm looking at Aaron Glenn. I'm looking at his play sheet. Like, who, who do I have? Who do you have to play? What's wrong? What's wrong, motherfucker? What's wrong, motherfucker? He, he, he hasn't played in two weeks. In I don't care. In two weeks. That's better than Will Harris right now. I understand the talent might be better, but for a rookie, a third round rookie who has had very limited experience, is coming off IR, it's coming off the COVID list. I mean, he's only had a handful of practices to even go with games. It's tough to put that Tyler, task on him. I know it's tough, but man, Will Harris playing corner is not ideal. I understand that, but Melifanu, who hasn't played in multiple weeks and is coming, is still coming back from an injury and coming off now the COVID list, and same with Bobby Price, who's not even good regardless before the COVID list, I, I don't know what you want him to really do. See, I Maybe put Savion Smith, but I, I don't know. No, Anonymous, an, Anonymous, what, what do you think on this? Uh, is, is, it safe? Is, is Will Harris safe playing your outside corner position? Of course not, but I, I kind of agree with Tyler, though, like, you you you're choosing you're between a rock and a hard place like you're choosing from a litter of scraps you know it's yeah that's why i said that they're not gonna cover the spread this might end up being the worst game of the season no nah, it's like I the they, worst they, they scenario that they're facing for the whole season and, and they're playing the probably the most talented team on the roster i mean on their schedule this year it's it's not gonna be a favorable matchup regardless if if he's in or harris i mean it's i agree 100 percent it's just bad all around. I'm, I'll put it this way. This is the first week where going along the week, I just stopped reading articles and I stopped looking at the injury updates and COVID updates because I was like, man, it's just so bad. It's it, I'm in tears. <laughs> you know, so I stopped I'm it. yeah, it's, a, it's a lot. <laughs> you know? it's, just, it's a lot going on right now. Yeah. Man. It's, it's not good, man. So, but I, I agree with Tyler, though. I would, I would, Will Harris has at least been playing the whole season. You know, yep. I mean that's that's a bump up from the rest of the guys. You know, at least he's been in there. So I would put that experience over the unknown of, you know, the rookies that have been injured all all year and you know. Who's a guy who they they just brought up from the practice squad? They didn't bring up anyone from the practice squad. They, they signed Savion yeah, Smith. Not, that's all they from, have. They, they signed him from the oh they signed him from a practice squad though, right? No, no, they claimed they just him. Signed him. Yeah, they just claimed him. Oh, cause he got really he got let go. Yeah, yep. he got let go by the Niners. So the Lions claimed him, and they didn't promote anyone from the P squad. So this is okay, their so options. We, we, we really we really have nobody. Your options are Savion Smith, Will Harris, uh, a guy who's coming off the COVID list of Fatima Alfano, and another guy who's coming off the COVID list, Bobby Press. That's your literal only option. And AJ Parker, he's playing nickel. He's gonna play the nickel. He's never played the outside, at least with the Lions. I've never seen yeah, that. Nickel. Like Neither has Will Harris. I understand, but. Someone has to be out there. <laughs> Someone Malcolm. has to be out there. Malcolm, put it this way. It's going to be a long day. Let's put it this way, Malcolm. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, man. Loud and clear. How, how long can you? How long does it take for you to get to Detroit? Because they might be me? calling your name, man. Man, <laughs> I am 34. That's how it is. How long does it take? 
<laughs> I'm, I am. <laughs> I mean, if I catch a flight now, I'll just see. Uh, uh, looking at, you're looking at like four, three, three, four, three and a half hours. Yeah, it's. You, nah. you better be ready. I think it's that bad, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, only, I'm only a thirty minute drive away. Only yeah, Tyler, Tyler, you're 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 you're, quick, you're better. Um, you're quicker than me right now, man. I'm a, I'm a thirty minute drive away. I'm ready. You're a thirty minute drive away. Man, I'll go put the pads. You'll be on a right shutdown. You'll be a shutdown corner. I'll put the rap, pads on rap. right now. Christian Kirk, AJ Green got nothing. Got me. <laughs> oh my god, that'll be funny. That'll be a funny sight. That would be, be a very funny sight. Jersey out the, out the closet. <laughs> get out there like, Tyler, what number would you wear? Tyler what, what, Tyler, what number would you wear? 14 was my favorite number, but Amonara Sam Brown has already taken that number. So, um, as, number? A, as a DB, you want to be number 14? No, uh, 14 is an ugly number. As a DB, uh, that's a good question. You, I like someone in the 20s relatively. So, so uh, you, you'll be, you can't be 21. I can't be 21. Can't be 20. Can't be. 20 can I be 20 no 22 is retired uh 23 is taken yeah give me 23 give me a Kudas jersey I'll take 23 for now hey give me half give me half a jersey for the game all right I think with that being said I think I think that's a wrap yeah I think it's better wrap all right guys I hope you guys all enjoyed uh this episode of the pride podcast on twitter spaces this might be our new place for now we'll, we'll see we're, this is kind of a test we got a couple more games to test it out we'll be here live on after the game if it sounds good we'll continue this and if it doesn't we'll figure something out but as of right now we're sticking on twitter spaces i hope you guys enjoyed it and i'm signing off and one more thing i want to just add really quickly before we got off so Zane Gonzalez, a kicker for the Panthers, former Lion, got hurt in practice, and PJ Walker, I think, is the emergency kicker right now. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Okay, that's a better situation than Will Harris being on outside corner right now. <laughs> oh, high note. You got to leave on a high note. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm out. Peace. All right, y'all, your boy Malcolm. I'm out. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.